0: time or another, we all find ourselves walking along restless shores.
1: Few things go together better than scandal and chocolate. Ship City Sweets Small Batch Gourmet Chocolate is my go-to. It could be yours. ShipCitySweets.com Welcome
0: to our program. Previously on Restless Shores, in order to provide cover for Governor Milton Roop's rekindled romance with his ex-wife Lorna, Lorna married Miguel Rios in his hospital bed, only to discover that it wasn't Miguel at all, but rather Miguel's evil twin, John Carlyle. Now that the real Miguel has returned, he's being kept hidden deep in the bowels of the governor's mansion, while John Carlyle continues his recovery in the hospital under Miguel's name. A confusing situation, to be sure. But at least Miguel's under the same roof as the love of his life, the governor's wife, Rhonda Roop, as well as their twin babies, Caleb and Rose. A normal family at last? Maybe not. But close enough for restless shores. That's right. My angelitos, That is finally home.
1: Look at them. They're so happy to have their real father back. I think you're going to be an incredible dad.
2: I think so, too. I'm just glad I can finally prove it.
1: And I'm glad we can finally be together.
2: Rhonda, I just want you to know, even if I'm married to Lorna on paper, and even if we can't be seen together in public, I'm fully yours. I'm all in.
1: I know you are. I am too. Hi, Rhonda.
3: The maid said you were down here.
1: The maid isn't supposed to tell anybody that, Uriah. We're trying to keep a low profile. It's all right. I mean, Miguel's down here. Hi, Uriah. Hey. And Miguel is supposed to be in the hospital with two broken legs and a broken jaw.
3: Not to mention married to your husband's ex-wife.
1: The point is, nobody's supposed to see him down here playing with babies.
2: I think the point is, we lead complicated lives.
1: What are you doing here, Uriah?
3: I was hoping we could talk, in private.
1: Sure. All right, let's go in here. So what's on your mind?
3: I know with all the craziness of getting the twins back and grandmother's surgery and my dad's funeral and the wedding and all that business at Luna and finding out Miguel wasn't Miguel and, well, anyways, there's been a lot of craziness, I guess.
1: What's your point, Uriah? My
3: point is, we haven't really had a chance to talk.
1: Yeah, that's true. We haven't. I just wanted to say
3: that being a Roop is really complicated. I mean, look at everything that's happened to this family just since you and I met. After I came back to Gamote Point, having you, having someone outside of the family, someone I could talk to, vent to, someone I could roll my eyes at when things got really crazy, well... Sometimes that was the only thing keeping me sane. And I don't want to lose that, even if you are no longer outside the family. You're my best friend, Rhonda, and I don't have a lot of friends. My grandparents have already turned my life upside down so many times. I don't want them taking this friendship from me, too. I guess what I'm trying to say is,
1: are we okay? Oh, Uriah, can I tell you something? You're my best friend, too. I've felt pretty guilty ever since I blew up at you and froze you out after we got the twins back. Look, I hate Lorna for what she did to my family. I hate Milton for what he's still doing to my family. But I know you're not your grandparents, so let's just put all that crap behind us, okay?
3: Phew. Uh, good. I'm glad to hear you say that. So, how's family life treating you?
1: It's great. I mean, it's weird that we have to keep Miguel completely hidden from everybody, and I have to be all smiles with Milton in front of the cameras, but it's still kind of great to have the man I love and our children all under the same roof. I'm glad to hear that, Rhonda. In fact, it's so great, I feel like I can finally maybe focus on other things again. Like, for instance, the discrepancies with the finances at Root Pharmaceuticals, figure out why the company is still losing all that money.
3: Yeah, that's definitely something we need to take off the back burner.
0: Meanwhile, in another part of the governor's mansion, Milton Roop sits behind his desk doing the business of governing the state but his eyes never stray too far from the two small video feeds at the corner of his computer screen. Come on, you bozos. One of
4: you do something.
5: Milton? Oh, there you are. What are you up to?
4: I'm keeping tabs, my love. A virtual stakeout, if you will.
5: A virtual stakeout?
4: I paid someone to pay someone to... Pay an IT tech at the Point General Hospital to set up live feeds of John Carlyle's room and Arthur Clint's room.
5: But why?
4: I need to keep tabs on both of them. Know what they say, when they say it, and who they say it to. Speaking of which, you should be paying visits to John Carlyle. You're his wife, after all.
5: You said I'm Miguel Rios's wife.
4: As far as the world is concerned, that is Miguel Rios in that hospital room. We have to keep up that fiction, besides... He may let something slip about you to Magnus Carlyle's current whereabouts.
5: And what happens when he's well enough to be released from the hospital? What then?
4: That's a problem for another episode.
5: Another episode? What do you mean episode?
4: Sorry, I've been staring at these video feeds for so long, I've begun to think of them as my own private TV show.
5: What about that other feed? What's that one for?
4: I need to know what, if anything, Arthur Clint tells Agnes Brodie and Marlo Redcorn. If he starts to remember things or say too much, I may need to get over there very quickly.
5: Milton, what are you up to with Arthur Clint?
4: Nothing the world needs to know about. Or you, my dear.
5: Oh, Milton, you're such a rascal.
0: Moments later, Lorna returns to her own room and commences a conference call to finalize the details of her own scheme.
6: Hello?
5: Hello, Travis. Stand by for the
2: others. What others? Who is this? Hello, this is Elise. Elise, this is Travis. I think Lorna might be on the other line.
5: Stand by while I bring on Regina.
2: Lorna, is that you? Hello? Regina here. Regina, tell Lorna Travis is on the line.
5: I can hear you, Travis. Oh, hi Lorna. Is everything in place?
7: Yep. Operation Moonshot commences tomorrow morning. I came up with the name.
5: Perfect. Regina, make sure you break out your best acting chops.
7: You know I will.
5: Do you have everything you need?
2: We are good to go. Excellent. Oh, Operation Moonshot. I get it. Because Luna means moon, right?
7: Travis, would you just... Just let him have this, babe.
5: I think we're all set. Game faces tomorrow, people.
2: Everybody. Three, two, one. Operation Moonshot. Three, two...
0: The next morning, Alan Woodward, the Board of Directors-approved CEO of Luna Cosmetics, Is hard at work in his office when he receives an unexpected visitor. Yes?
3: Hey, Alan. Uriah, come in. Listen, I wanted to talk to you about the Lily Bellow situation.
6: Oh, that. Yeah, that's fine. What? I'll marry her. What? Why? What? Last night during my leisure time, I did a little research on marriage in regards to taxes and benefits. How leisurely? And they're incredible. If I married Lily, I'd be saving so much money. Lower tax rate, more deductions, more protection for Luna, easier loan approval, lower mortgage rates. (laughs) This is such a great idea. I can't believe I didn't think of it myself. Wait, so you're okay that I told Lily you'd marry her? I'm ecstatic. All is forgiven. You can be my best friend again. Thank you? You're welcome. Now go. I'm interviewing candidates for the assistant position. Oh, that's right. I swear, I feel like Goldilocks. Travis was too dumb. Elise was too devious. The next one will be just right. Well, okay then. Good luck with that.
0: As Uriah walks out the door of Luna Cosmetics... He runs into Travis, who he's surprised to see is joined by Regina Miranda. Oh, hey, Travis. What's Regina doing here? Oh, you know.
2: Locked myself out of the mailroom. Again.
7: Yeah, and I've been known to pick a lock or
2: two, so... You see, Ellen told me he wouldn't pay for another locksmith. So, I asked Regina to help me out. Okay. Don't tell Ellen, okay? I really need to keep the mailroom job. That's fine.
7: I can keep a secret. I'm pretty sure that's true.
3: Regina, listen, about what happened with Elise.
7: Forget it, dude. If it ain't my business, I've got nothing to say about it.
3: Well, that's very understanding of you.
2: So, it's been nice talking to you, Uriah, but we should probably go in so Regina here can uh, do the things she does. You know, unlock the mailroom before Alan fires me, which would be bad for everybody, I mean. Or actually, really just me, right? I mean, I'm not sure how much anybody else would care. But I would care, you know?
7: Dude, you're rambling.
2: Yeah, so we'll just be on our way. All right. Well, good luck to you both.
7: Look, Travis, if this caper is going to work, you really need to work on your game face.
2: I still don't understand why you need to be here at all. I thought I was your inside man.
7: And you are. Whenever we need a document swiped or a document swapped, you're going to be our man in the mailroom. But we're also going to need someone who's right next to Alan, which you are not.
2: Yeah, I don't think he likes me.
7: See, there you go. He's definitely going to like me. Elise and I spent the night researching everything there is to know about Alan Woodward. His interests, his likes, his dislikes, his phobias. This is going to be a piece of cake.
2: His phobias? We were very thorough. Great, then you go break a leg. Thanks. I didn't really mean break a leg.
7: I know what you meant, Travis.
2: Break a leg. Is theater for good. Oh, you're walking away now? Okay. Good luck, Regina. I mean, break a leg.
0: Inside, Regina Miranda sits outside Alan Woodward's office, waiting for him to emerge.
6: Sorry to keep you waiting. I just need, like, five minutes between each interview. A guy can only handle so much desperation and servility.
7: (laughs) (laughs) That's quite all right. I understand.
6: So,
0: what's your name?
7: Rachel McKenzie. It's wonderful to meet you.
0: Will Regina's ruse hold up? Will Alan Woodward agree to hire her, kicking off Operation Moonshot? Can Rhonda and Uriah figure out what's going on with the Roop Pharmaceuticals financials? What will Milton Roop see on his live feeds? Join us next time on Restless Shores. If you enjoyed today's program, please take a moment to leave a review.
1: Want 20% off your small batch gourmet chocolate order from Ship City Sweets? Just put the promo code RESTLESS, that's R-E-S-T-L-E-S-S, and the sweet discount is yours. If you're the 10th person to use the promo code RESTLESS in your order, you will win a chocolate lobster dinner. ShipCitySweets.com
0: This episode of Restless Shores was written by Drew Massey and Greg Tulanen and directed by Tom Hinton. Miguel Rios was played by Aaron Sanchez. Rhonda Roop was played by Denise Shannon. Uriah Roop was played by Nathan Austin. Milton Roop was played by Zachary Hogkamp. Lorna Rios was played by Sally Kent. Travis was played by Kyle Nannan. Elise Gels was played by Emily Groats. Regina Miranda was played by Julie Poolin. Alan Woodward was played by Drew Massey. I'm Chris Newcomb. Restless Shores is a production of New Meadows Media and is intended for the non commercial use of listeners. All rights reserved. Until next time, stay restless.